All right. I'm back, people. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Sorry. I mean, I I know I wasn't live last week, people, but, and, you know, I, I don't deserve an, an applause this week. All right, geez. All right, so um, just going to start off with some uh, quick plugs here. Uh... If you want to listen to the Frankie D Show on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me the thumbs up. Uh, you, you subscribe. I don't even know what's the. Th- There's always a third one. I'm forgetting. Thumbs up. Subscribe. Uh, ding the bell. That's it. Ding the freaking bell. If you want to listen on the recorded platforms, Apple, Spotify. Amazon, Google, Podbean, any of those places. Uh, just find the Frankie D Show on there. Subscribe. Keep listening to me. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So you just got to remember the Frankie D Show. All right. Sound good, people? Sorry I wasn't live last week. I did for you YouTube people that are listening uh, right now. I did put an episode out. I recorded it. A- a couple of days after Friday, I think it was a Sunday, and I still posted that on YouTube. So if any of you people are like, "Damn, we didn't get our dosage of uh, Frankie D last week," just go to one of the recorded platforms. I honestly feel you know whether you listen in the car, put some headphones in, just listen on your phone. It you know it's it it's still a like you know good experience. I mean, there's nothing like live content, but it's not you know it's. Still good material. Come on. It's the same material. So, yeah, if you want to listen there, uh, go for you. Then I guess you could get two episodes of the uh, Frankie D show in one week. So, yeah, sorry about that. Next Friday also, I don't think there's possibly a way I could be live on YouTube. I'm hoping to do another recorded episode either uh, next Saturday or Sunday that I'll release on Tuesday. But... Yeah, I doubt I will be live next week at all, so sorry about that. I am just getting uh, booed by you guys today. That's just how it's going to be. All right. Okie dokes, then. So, sorry about that. After that, I think I should pretty much be on schedule again. It's hard to say. I I, I should be definitely good by June. Whatever's going on here is taking way longer than expected, but... Sorry about that. I still have been able to do more episodes than I actually anticipated throughout this whole project where I live. So, anyway, let's talk about some shit. So, I don't have an article on this. I guess if I really get into this, I could bring it up. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. But, not, you know, I don't know, about an hour or so ago. I see this article. I didn't even read it, but I I like the headline on it. It said, James Corden is uh, ending... His late night show. I think it said nine seasons. Did it say nine seasons or nine years? I don't fucking know. Anyway, James Corden is not going to be the late night host of the late, late show in 2023. There we go. 
Now the audience is happy. Yeah, no, I mean, that guy's a fucking schmuck. Yeah, I was starting, you know, in the beginning, I was having some sort of respect for him. I was like, all right, he's he's kind of doing something different with late night television. And the be you know, the, the, late night sucks now. I've talked about this many times. I, I don't need to go too far into it. Maybe if I bring the article up or maybe next week if I uh, talk a little bit more about James Corden, I'll, I'll bash on the late night hosts a little bit more. But late night has sucked for a long time. And, you know, honestly, Late Night was supposed to kind of be edgy, right? Not that I ever thought David Letterman, Jay Leno, and especially, you know, Johnny Carson, not that I ever thought they were like, whoa, like, these guys are like on Howard Stern's level in terms of edgy. But, you know, it was supposed to be a little bit, I don't know, naughtier. That's why it was on Late at Night and stuff, right? And it's just not. But at least if you get good content, you give good content. Like, I don't take I didn't take Conan O'Brien as like a, a a real edgy late night host, but I like Conan O'Brien. He was still doing a good job on his show. He was still funny, so I liked him. Fallon, I'm not like you know a huge fan of Fallon at all, but at least he's doing his you know his own sort of thing. Plays the games with the people. Uh, Kimmel and Colbert suck. Colbert really sucks. He might be the worst out of them all. I mean, I guess Seth Meyers is. He's easily the most boring out of them. But anyway, I I, I, I always go down these rabbit holes. I know you guys have had to hear the, uh, this before from me. But Corden, he came in kind of with more a performing aspect rather than a broadcaster entertain, entertainer aspect. It was more of a performing. And he's from Broadway, so what, it, it makes sense. And with Carpool Karaoke, that's what got him started. It's like, all right, at least it was something different. Like... We weren't seeing that on late night television. Then he pretty much stops doing that. I th- think he did one recently. I-, I don't know. But he he sucks. He's you know that show's meant for a broadcaster slash entertainer, not really a uh, Broadway performer. And he, he's just not good at it. None of the late night hosts are good at it anymore. But he really shouldn't be there anymore. Uh, now who are they going to bring in to replace James Corden? That's the question. They are, they tried some YouTube chick for a while. I don't remember who it was, and she sucked. And her show didn't make it. What the Lily Singh? That's who it was. Um, I I don't know who they'll who who they could possibly go with now. I'm sure they'll want to do uh, the diversity move again. Go for a woman. Go for what whatever. And instead of just trying to find like the funniest person for the role. I thought Artie Lang back in the day could have been perfect for, a, like, one of those late-night shows, like a late-late show, not, like, the first one, like, the one that comes on after it. Because he was a very, even though he's super fucking edgy, he's a very, you know, personable person. And even though he's edgy, he seems just like a very nice dude, someone that anyone would be friends with. And he's funny. I think, you know, he could have been good. But uh, that's definitely not happening. I feel like maybe he's too old for the role now, but... uh and I'm not talking about Artie. Uh, he, I'm, I feel this next person is too old for the role. But Chris Rock, I'm not saying he's an old person, but I feel like a lot of these people, they start younger and they stay on for a long time. But in all honesty, I don't really want to see, you know, I just named Chris Rock, who's very well known, Artie Lang, who's pretty well known. I want to see someone that's really not well known. I want to see them, like, have faith in someone, not try to control someone. 
like, you know, too much. It's like, all right, you got to follow some sort of FCC rules, but you could pretty much do whatever you want. And them actually make a star out of someone again. I mean, even James Corden, if we really think about it, he really wasn't that known before the Late Late Show. And, you know, the Late Late Show is what made him popular. Like, people will talk about him being in Broadway. I didn't fucking know him from Broadway. You know, I don't know. Do people, are that many Broadway performers really household names at this point? So, I don't know. I... I know getting a nobody is just probably not going to happen anymore. I think that's stupid on the company's part. Those are the people that will actually have the heart and could actually make something out of it. It's kind of like uh, what, you know, I talk about radio often. It's it's like with radio. There are stations and stuff that try to get celebrities to do radio shows to bring in people, and it never works. might work for a week or two, but if you're not good at doing a show, if you're not a good broadcaster, if you're not a good host... You're just, it's not going to be good. Ratings will fall. It, it kind of proved that Lily Singh chick, she came from YouTube from what I hear. I'm sure she had a very big following on YouTube. Let's see how many uh, subscribers she has. I'll look her up right now. Let's see. Lily Singh. She has 14.7 million subscribers. So... You know, you'd think, all right, she she should be able to bring some over, and maybe she did to an extent, but clearly not enough because the show, you know, the show didn't do well. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of a YouTube podcaster type guy that they're like, all right, he can actually host, and he's like funny and creative. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get David Dobrik. Because he's very liked by a lot of people in terms of like that Jimmy Fallon vibe. Like people are like, oh yeah, he's just like a nice dude. He's got a fuck ton of YouTube followers. So, you know, it, it, maybe people could possibly try to follow him over. I don't know. He's younger, which you, late night television and radio both need. They need younger people. We got these people making it to like fucking 70, 80 years old. It's like, come on, like your time's up. And he said on Jimmy Fallon one day, David Dobrik, that his whole life or something like that, like when he was growing up, what he wanted to be was the host of a late night show, which I, I wanted to be when I was younger also. So, they, you know, who knows? The companies might look at that and be like, all right, he's got a huge following. He, you know, personable. He's creative in the YouTube videos. Maybe we'll go for him. It's hard to say. They might go, though, for the... um. Diversity move, try to get a woman in there again or, you know, something else. Even if they suck at doing it, as Lily Singh clearly did. Or they uh, might go for, you know, someone that is lesser known but could do a good job. I highly doubt that will be the route they go. But I, I really can't take a guess, honestly. I'm going to my... You know, small guess is it it will probably be an internet personality. Couldn't guess who they would pick, but I just have to think that's who it's going to be at this point because who are they going to take from the mainstream to host it? I don't know. Like I said, Conan really wasn't a known personality uh, before. Uh, You know, uh, he went on late night television 
and uh, James Corden really wasn't. I I mean, I didn't start watching it when Letterman started, but he, uh, you know, was like Johnny Carson's. He was on after Johnny Carson, right? So, and but what was he doing before that? You know, he might have had. I think he had a morning show on a channel. You know, I don't think a lot of these people were good, were big personalities, but that's what made them like good. You know, and that's what got him known. I think they should try to go back to that route. But, doubt they will. Anyway, though, I'm glad that James Corden is not going to be hosting the Late Late Show in 2023 anymore. Because he sucks. And I think they got a clean house on these channels. But they're all stupid channels. You know, the, the people that run them are fucking stupid. So, I, you know, I don't expect anything good. Network television's dead. It fucking sucks. Sitcoms haven't been good in many, many years. Late night shows are just going down the drain. I mean, Conan is who I, you know, I actually like Conan O'Brien. He's doing a podcast now. Wouldn't doubt that other ones are going to start doing podcasts if they actually like broadcasting. Jimmy Kimmel fucking sucks dick. And he uh, probably, you know, won't do anything. I remember, I, I think he was talking to Howard Stern one day. And he said, like, yeah, I think he started in stand uh, He's definitely start- he started in stand-up, Jimmy Kimmel. And he was like, yeah, after, like, my show ends, I'm not going to start doing stand-up again. It's like... What, so is this just really all for the money? You don't like performing or broadcasting at all? Like, are you going to do a podcast? Like, going to do anything? I mean, you don't have to. You made your money, but you've just made it sound like, oh, I know I suck at this. I don't know. All right, I need to move on. I Jeez, went down a rabbit hole with that. wasn't expecting to uh, do that. Didn't bring the article up on it or anything, but... I don't know if anyone has any guesses who they think uh, will replace James Corden... On the Late Late Show. Uh, you know, type it in or something. I per- really couldn't have a guest, like I said. I just think it'll probably be someone from like, someone from the internet, an internet personality. But what the hell do I know? Alright, going on to my first subject here. My first topic. Uh, I talked the other week about how Elon Musk... This was, I think, before Elon... Must must have uh, bought Twitter, but ever he everyone was talking about it, saying, "Oh, he wants to buy Twitter and stuff." So now, recurring topic: he, you know, he buys Twitter since uh, you know I last talked about it, and apparently, Twitter is saying that the uh, staff there they only have like six more months where they're safe, and then their jobs are not safe anymore. So, you know, Twitter's definitely trying to scare people there. They're trying to really make Elon Musk look like a bad guy. But in all honesty, I hope that is his Elon Musk's mentality. Clean fucking house, man. Get rid of those people. You can't trust them. They've been censoring people for years. You know, I think, you know, they want to do that. Even if, even if they're like, oh, fuck, I need this job. At the end of the day, I I think they've been doing it for so many... It's literally... It's ingrained in their heads to censor people. They'll be like... You know, even if they could be like, Oh, I don't censor people. I would never do that and stuff. And Elon is like, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep you then. Uh, but in the, in the back of uh, their head, they know that they have censored people many times. Once they see something that they really don't like, they will censor. If that's their, like, their job then they will go through with it. Because it's not like Elon Musk, even if he's running it, it's not like he can watch over all their backs to say, hey, can't be blocking their account, can't be doing this, can't be doing, you know. 
So, I don't know. I say clean house, man. I mean, I guess you'll have to go through a lot of the employees to see what their exact jobs were. It's not like everyone's job at Twitter was to uh, suspend accounts. So, you know, that's where Twitter, I think, is trying to scare people. And it's trying to somehow, even though we just bought the company, run Elon Musk out or something. Like, just trying to make him look like the bad guy. But it's not like everyone at Twitter's jobs were to uh, suspend people. So, I doubt he's just going to uh, just fire every employee there. But that's what, uh, you know, the media likes to do. They like to... uh, they like to uh, scare people. Or, you know, in this case, it's really just the employees. I don't give a fuck either way. But, I, you know, if you want to make changes, I guess that's what you got to do, right? Are they, you know, I guess you just have to say, are these people going, if he makes new rules, are they going to listen to him and just do what he says? Or are they going to, you know, just nod their head, say sure, and then just keep doing what they were originally doing? All right, I got a uh, quick... St- Story, a quick article here on it. We'll read through it real quick, or some of it. Twitter staff were told in an emergency meeting that their jobs are only safe for six months until Musk completes his $44 billion takeover as they demand to know if they will be forced to return to office. That is something I actually did think of, because I remember reading not that long ago, I don't know, months ago, that uh, Twitter said they really don't plan on bringing their people back to the office, at least in full force. I'm sure... There were people going into the office, but at least in terms of like everyone really being there, that the offices weren't going to be full. Now, there's something about, I don't know Elon Musk, I, you know, at all. I don't know him in real life, but for some reason, there's something about me that just thinks he would want his employees in the office. I don't know why, but uh, that is just what I would think. I have nothing to uh, back that up though. I don't know why I think that. I just do. So let's see. Twitter staff has been told that their jobs are safe for at least six months. Okay, we saw that. CEO uh, Parag Agarwal and Brett Taylor. Sorry if I uh, pronounced that last name wrong. I don't fucking know how to say it. The chair of the board addressed staff at 5 p.m. Eastern on Monday, dodging questions about whether Donald Trump would be allowed to rejoin and saying instead that it was a question for Musk. I know Trump said he's not going to return to Twitter, even if Elon Musk does reinstate his account. And I don't doubt that he wouldn't return. But I still think that uh, it'll be hilarious. And I I wouldn't doubt that it'll happen if Elon Musk still just does reinstate his account. It doesn't mean Donald Trump has to go on it. But it'll just be so funny to watch people be pissed off about him reinstating account an account that a person isn't even going to use. People are going to be like, how the fuck could you do that, man, blah, you know, and stuff. It's like, he's not, the guy's not even going to use the account. It's just funny watching people get pissed off about shit like that. It's like, man, people really have like, really just have way too much time on their hands these days. Maybe they should go back to the office. They got way too much time on their hands these days that they get pissed over the stupidest shit. It's important to acknowledge that all of you have many different feelings about what is happening, Agarwal said, according to two people who attended the meeting and spoke to the New York Times. Some of you are concerned, some of you are excited, and some of you are waiting to see how this goes. I know this affects you all personally. That'll actually be... I mean, I guess that would suck, but it would suck for the people where it says, some of you are excited. I'm actually sure some people are excited. I can't... And not every single person in that company could have the same views. 
Uh, so it, it'll suck if the people that are excited, they're like, hell yeah, we got good leadership coming in now. And they end up getting fired. Musk is like, yeah, no, we, your, your job was to like suspend people as a can't, we can't like trust you. And it's like, no, I like for, for those people, if any of you are listening to me right now, you better start, uh, tweeting really praising Musk. It's funny. These people, I heard there were people from Twitter, like tweeting or TikTok or whatever the fuck they're doing. Uh, you know, kind of like bashing Musk right now that we're, you know, people that work at Twitter. It's like, oh, that, that's not a good way to make a good first impression on the new boss. Like, why don't you try praising him or say, hey, I'm willing to give him a chance. Because, you know, I'm sure that's all, you know, Musk would be happy about it. Be like, hey, I like this person. He's saying he's want to give me a chance. Instead, they're just like, fuck this. He sucks. We're going to lose our jobs. He's going to ruin Twitter. Ah! <laughs> Like, stop your fucking whining, you annoying pieces of shit. <clears throat> uh, let's see. It's an emotional day, and I just want to acknowledge it. It's emotional. I'll tell you, I didn't give two shits when I heard he was whining, but I thought it was funny, but it's an emotional day where people were, like, really that emotional over it. Concerns about immediate job losses were allayed, with employees told that business will operate as usual until a deal closes in the next six months, Bloomberg's. Uh, Kurt Wagner reported staff were told uh, there would be no layoffs at this time, but no guarantees were provided when Musk takes over. But in a sign of possible internal unrest, new product launches were delayed amid fears. Bloomberg speculated that employees could go rogue and push something or mess with the product on the way out the door. Well, Geez, like if they if they do want to mess with shit, that is a good way to definitely lose your job. Must go find out who did it and be like, "All right, you're out of here." Let's see what some uh, people said. Another employee, yeah, okay. See, this is where the Twitter people are. Uh, you know, uh, Twitter employees are talking. Another Twitter employee reportedly complained. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Oh my god, my phone's been blowing up. We have a meeting about it at 5 p.m. The CEO is going to address everything about it. I hate him. Why does he even want this? Oh, my God. Calm the hell down. Did you do anything wrong? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it will suck, though, if they really did do nothing wrong. They're against censorship and stuff. And uh, they lose their jobs anyway. But why say I hate him? That, that could be your new boss. And what, Once he sees... I hate him. Why does he even want this? He could be like, well, this person hates me. Might as well get rid of that that person. I mean, they wouldn't want to work for a person they hate, right? Hey, Elon, if you're listening to this, I will gladly take one of these jobs at uh, Twitter. If you're, if you're high, you know, if you're getting rid of people and you're hiring, I will gladly take one of these jobs. I don't hate you. I still don't, you know. I think you could have done this a few years ago if it's about censorship, but whatever. You, you waited till you got censored personally. The billionaire agreed to pay shareholders uh, $54.20 in cash for each share of common stock before the bombshell deal was struck. The move shifts uh, control of social media platform populated by millions of users and global leaders to the world's richest person. Man, we, all right, we got some people that are all pissed. Let's see. I don't need to read through all this. We're going. We're going down. Uh, I just want to see what uh, 
these people. Well, long ass article. I'm just going. I just want to see what uh, some people had to uh, say about this. Is this just a long, long ass article? Or okay, here's the comments. Uh, okay. So this chick said their plan only delayed it for maybe a year. That is not ending world hunger. So therefore, so therefore, no money. Shall be put to sleep. Another person said, "Hi, you got me. I ain't no liberal. I'm a Trump-loving, constitutional, defending, First Amendment-protecting, Second Amendment-observing, real money-collecting, Musk-supporting, red meat-eating, pro-science slash pro-vaccine, anti-experiment, medicating, small government, limited government, slave-freeing Republican." Wow, that's a lot of shit that person is. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, another person said, uh, "No, I don't think you have a right to post comment to this board." Like I said above, doesn't get any clear. All right, all right. I don't need to read any more of these comments. You know, I saw this down down here. Uh, I I don't see why the point of why why Elon Musk really had to do this. Maybe it was to just show, hey, we should be allowed to say what we want, even if we are being a dick. Because I don't know, I, I mean, I don't know the history of Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk, but I see Elon Musk tweeted out, in case you need to lose a boner fast. And he puts a, and there's a picture of uh, Gil, uh, Gil, Bill Gates to the left here with uh, a pretty chubby stomach out there, and then an emoji to the right of a dude in a blue shirt just like Bill Gates is. Holding his stomach, the dude looks pregnant to the right here. So you know he's just making fun of Bill Gates and stuff. Don't really know why he had to do that. Why he, you know, but he did. And now that he owns Twitter, I, you know, I don't think his account could really be suspended at least in six months. When he starts, it definitely can't be. So yeah, I don't know. I find it all pretty fucking funny though that people are getting this pissed off about it. It's. Like, if you really don't like it, don't use it. I don't like Twitter. I don't, you know, never use it. So, you know, if it bothers you that much, don't use it. You, you know, no one has to use social media. You'll probably find that your life is a lot uh, less controversial without social media, and you might end up being happier in life. Let's see, Mr. A in the chatter. Elon Musk said he's buying McDonald's next and fixing all the ice cream machines. <laughs> well, go for it. I mean, if he bought, you know, I know some people were saying now, oh, he's going to buy YouTube. He's going to buy Facebook. He's, it's like, is he really just going to buy all the platforms? Which it is funny because it's like, how do you compete against these? And in his opinion, it's like, I don't want to start a company. I don't want to compete. That'd be too hard. Like, I got more money than them. I just buy them. But uh, if you buy YouTube, though, no, I don't think you, I don't even think uh, Google would sell it to him. But if he did buy YouTube, that, you know, would I think so many people would be so freaking happy if he bought YouTube, or you know, or at least someone de- you know that definitely wants no censorship because there's people that are being demonetized on YouTube and shit like that. So uh, you know, they're like, hey, we could stay making money. We could still like curse on here. It was funny when the FCC was pissing everyone off. And uh, people start to go to the internet. YouTube was like a big place where people would go and they could make money and stuff. And they wouldn't be censored. And now YouTube, it's like, whew. 
they censor and demonetize a fuck ton of people. So, who knows? Maybe someone will go for a YouTube next. Instead of making a competitor, they'll be like, hey, we got the money. Let's just buy it and fix it. Who knows? All right, I'm going to go on to uh, my next topic here, and it is about Joe Rogan. Talked about him many times on here before. Uh. This is kind of to show that the statement, any publicity is good publicity, still counts. I mean, that was something that I know a lot of people said with Howard Stern. He'd be controversial. He'd be bashed by a lot of people because they'd be like, oh, what an asshole he is. But really, people were talking about him. The news was talking about it. You know, people were talking about him. I think that was probably a big thing with Trump, too, when he ran for president. He was saying crazy shit in the... uh, in the uh, presidential debates in the primaries and the news was just bashing him, bashing him, but you know, he was always getting talked about. So I think people started to like, you know, just cause he was on TV and on the all over, all over the internet so much people were like, huh, you know what? Some of these ideas aren't so bad from this, uh, this crazy guy. So, you know, I now Joe Rogan, what I'm about to uh, read with him is still showing that even with cancel culture and all the PC pussies we got, that the statement, any publicity is good publicity, still counts as long as your accounts don't get suspended or if your company doesn't fire you. You know, as long as they, uh, you know, got your back and stand by you. Like when Howard was on K-Rock, K-Rock didn't fire him. They kept him. They kept making money from him. They had a lot of money from him. They got rid of him. They'd stop making all that money. I mean, when he worked at WNBC, Don Imus was the morning guy. He was supposed to be the big the big man making all the money. But when they got rid of Howard Stern, they thought that'd be the end of Howard. Instead, K-Rock took him. And uh, WNBC with Imus just couldn't compete with Howard. And then WNBC ended up having to like, flip stations because they weren't making the money. So anyway, article here. Joe Rogan on cancel culture attempt. That's the name of this article. It's a New York Post article if anyone wants to check it out. I gained 2 million subscribers. So this article is about he's talking with uh, his guest on uh, his show. And he said during the time when people were trying to cancel him, you know, at first it was for COVID misinformation. And, you know, really the media just wanted him off because they think he has too much power because he's got way more viewers than the mainstream media people do. But, um, then when that didn't work, when the COVID missing one, people were like, no, he should be able to say what he wants. He has doctors on his show. He's not spreading misinformation. He's just asking questions. Uh... Yeah, you know, and you got you got to go out of your way to listen to him too. So you know, they're them trying to cancel him is really they just don't want him to have his voice out there. So when that didn't work, then the woke mob starts. Uh, man, I'm sounding all like political today, Jesus. And then the woke mob they go after him for uh, saying the n word in the past and stuff like that, and. I don't know, other controversial stuff he had said in the past out of context and stuff. It really came out of nowhere if you really think about it. Because that that was stuff he had said a long uh, time ago. Nothing was super recent even. So they were just like, all right, well, the COVID misinformation thing didn't take him out. We'll try to cancel him for this. Now, a lot of companies, 
you know, especially if you're on TV, forget about it. But a lot of companies would just fire you at that point because they're like, oh, we don't want this bad publicity. Even though Rogan's the one making all the money, you get rid of Rogan, you're not going to be making the same money. And, you know, isn't that what you're supposed to be doing as a company? Letting people use their free speech and wanting to make as much money as you can make, which is best for the whole company. Let's everyone make more money, right? So, uh, he, you know, they, they come out, they say, well, he said this back in the past. It's like, what does it, where did you pull that from? So, but what, then once one person started singing, everyone had to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, he did say that 10 years ago. What an asshole. Even though he's been a big podcaster for a while. Now you could have called him out a while ago, but, um, so anyway, he's talking with his guest and after them trying to cancel him for all this different shit, you know, the COVID misinformation, saying controversial stuff in the past. Rogan says, the funny thing was, during those few weeks, those so many weeks where Rogan was really just trying to get canceled, Rogan said, I, that was actually, at least during his, uh, his term on Spotify right now, I don't know if, in just in general, but his, during uh, his time with Spotify, during those few weeks where people were trying to cancel him, or everyone was talking about him, his uh, subscribers went up by 2 million. So, like the article says here, Joe Rogan on cancel culture attempt, I gained 2 million subscribers. So that shows that any publicity is good publicity. That fact is still true. The company stuck with him because they know he's the money maker. Now no one's even talking about it anymore. See, if you just stick through with it, they shut the hell up. They, you know, the people are like, all right, well, we lost. Let's go on to our next victim, you know? You know, so these companies need to have more balls. Spotify did, even though I don't necessarily trust them fully, they did the right thing. And they uh, stuck with him. Didn't cancel his uh, his contract with them or anything. They were like, oh, free speech. And they were able to gain 2 million subscribers during those few weeks, which means they made even more money. So, yeah. I don't know. Let's see what this article says. What doesn't cancel you makes you stronger? Question. <laughs> uh, that That is true. Attempts to cancel Joe Rogan have apparently only had the opposite effect. The Joe Rogan experience host claims that he, he's amassed millions of Spotify subscribers amid ongoing uproar over past episodes in which he'd featured alleged anti-vaxxer guests and dropped the N-bomb. They're making it sound like he dropped the N-bomb on those episodes. Uh, Rogan54 dropped uh, the bombshell about his alleged influx of subscribers on Friday's episode with British pundit commentator Douglas Murray. You have been put through the ringer since we last met, exclaimed Murray, referring to the Fear Factor host being in the social media skillet. They did a number on you. Wow. And Rogan, who reportedly averages 11 million listeners an episode. How the fuck do they know that? Did Spotify release it? It's interesting. My subscriptions went up massively. That's what's crazy. During the height of it all, I gained 2 million subscribers. And that's what happens all the time. And that pisses the people off that are trying to cancel you so much because they want you to lose subscribers and lose listeners and they know that's not going to happen and that kills them. And that's why they bitch on social media until you just get fired. 
because, you know, it's, it, if you were, if th- these people were really that bad of people, if Rogan was really that bad of a person and his content just sucked that much, people would just stop listening to him altogether. And then advertisers would stop and then Spotify would just get rid of them because they'd be like, well, we're not going to pay you for not getting any listeners and money off of you. So, you know, these it just kills these people. And I don't know. I guess maybe they think in their heads, even though, they, you know, they should really just look at themselves and what they're doing. But um, they just think everyone else is the bad person. It's like, well, take a look at yourself. If Maybe you're the problem if, ever, if the majority of people are thinking that he should just be able to say what he wants to say and they enjoy listening to his show. Again, I don't, like, I'm not a fan of him. I don't listen to him. I just find his content boring, but... Let him say whatever the fuck he wants. He's really not controversial. And the people that say he's controversial clearly don't listen to him because he's not controversial. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to more than enough of him to at least say that, you know. I mean, they used to actually put good clips on of him on YouTube. He had a three-hour podcast. So if they put like, I don't know, seven clips up, a couple of them were good. Now they only put one or two clips up and they all suck now. Let's see. Uh... All right, that's really honestly all I even got to say about that topic. We do have a video here of him uh, talking about it. You know, just like that part that I read. So we'll see what he's got to uh, say there. All right, here it is. Oh, hold on. On mute. You've been very quiet of late. Let's see... Should work now. Nope. What the hell happened? Hold on, people. I'm getting this video for you. One second. Okay. Unmute. Okay. Is it going to work? Come on. You've been very quiet of late. Here we go. We haven't heard anything of you. Really? I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, no. I mean, basically, you're doing the same thing. You have been... Put through the ringer. Is the ringer. Uh, yeah, I definitely you, got put through the ringer. Since yeah. we last met, I mean, yeah. you they did a number on you. They did. Wow. It's interesting. Wow. But I, my subscriptions went up massively. That's what's crazy. Any publicity is good publicity. During the height of it all, I gained 2 million subscribers. 2 million. So again, a lot of money coming in with that. Yeah, these companies aren't losing money. It's funny that you get, you know, whatever it is, hundreds of thousand million people, whatever, which is honestly a small number on Twitter, that bitch that probably don't even listen to the show anyway. And the companies will be like, oh, we got to get rid of these people, suspend them, whatever. Uh, Do, uh, you know, trying to save our advertisements, make more money. Then they get rid of them. They lose money. Spotify was like, no, we'll keep them and we'll keep making a lot of money. And now, like I said, no one's even talking about it anymore. It's not like people are still, you know, talking about this every day. You know, if they were talking about it for months and months, just nonstop, and they were losing money, then that could be something. But the listeners are still uh, coming in. All right, I'm going to go on to the next topic. Uh, And now, if anyone has anything they want to say about that, just write it in the chat. I'm just moving on right along to the next topic. I got somewhere to go so long, so I think I I don't have a trivia again this week. Ever since shit's been going on around here, I haven't been able to make a trivia, so 
I think I'm uh, just going to even skip a promo break today. We're just f- going right through this. And my next topic is about a teacher who has been arrested for blaring music during standardized test uh, that was sh- and it was streamed on Instagram apparently. I didn't even know you could be arrested for that. Like I maybe fired. That seems like pretty pretty crazy. I wish I had a story. I have the a video here. I don't have a full story. Let's see what the uh let's see. A Port Orange Middle School teacher was arrested Tuesday for playing loud music with intent to disrupt students taking the Florida statewide assessment uh test. Posted the whole incident on Instagram. What was happening with a t- the teachers, I thought a student would have been the one to post that on Instagram. The teacher posted it on Instagram? Or he's a dumbass then. I still think arresting someone for that, I don't know what the laws are. That Doesn't that seem extreme? But, I mean, the guy's a dumbass. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they fired him for that, but arrested. All right, let's, let's uh, play this video. This is WFTV Tonight. WFTV Tonight, if anyone wants to check this video out. Right. <laughs> And we begin tonight with a Volusia County middle school teacher who just... Uh, there's a man talking right now, but the, the a woman anchor to his left, she's got a pretty big rack here if anyone wants to check this video out. She's in uh, like a polka dotted, like blue and white sundress, blonde hair, pretty big rack, you know. I know some of my fans might like to uh, see that responded out of jail about a half an hour ago after he blasted music and disrupted state testing leading to his wait did that say he got out of jail and we begin tonight with Hold a on. Volusia County middle school teacher who just bonded out of jail about a half an hour ago after he blasted music and disrupted state testing leading to his arrest on school grounds good evening I'm Greg Warmoth and I'm Martha Sigowski police briefly put Creek Martha Sigowski is her name uh wait so I I'm looking at this video now I can't tell though if he was blasting it, like, in a room over, in which case, you know, he shouldn't have been doing anyway. Or if it was literally in his uh, class, you know, and he's like, oh, no, I want to disrupt my own students. Either way, he knew he was disrupting students. If they're doing standardized testing, you know, the whole school knows when they're doing standardized testing. At least when I was going to school, you know, it's like the whole school did it at, like, the same time. Creekside Middle School on lockdown while they talked to that teacher. Nick Papantonis got a hold of the 50-minute-long live stream that the teacher posted to his social media account. Crap, I missed that again. Did that say 50 or 15? A hold of the 50-minute-long live stream that the teacher posted to his social media account. Nick, live... It's a long time to be playing music during the standardized test. No one stopped him in the whole 50 minutes? ...in our newsroom tonight to take us through why did this teacher do this? Well, this is Martin Reese. He's an art teacher at the middle school, and let's ah, those art teachers. I could, I, I thought maybe gym teacher at first, but art teacher. He was just trying to express himself. People, come on. Just say he's not a big fan of the statewide testing so much that he recorded this video, knowing he was going to get fired. Uh oh. Well, yeah, he knew he was going to get fired, but arrested, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Martin T. Reese. I'm a the art teacher. The first words of a 50-minute-long video. Sh- Does did he have another job planned? Like, like if he knew he was gonna get fired, like did he at least have another job plan? Or he's like, ah, oh, just going on unemployment for a while. The the school needs to be taught a lesson. We have to disrupt these kids during standardized testing. Fuck standardized testing. You know, like 
What was his uh, thought process behind this all? Maybe he'll explain it here. Showing the end of Martin Reese's career at Creekside Middle School. Tuesday, the art teacher, who had only been on the job for a week or two, decided to disrupt testing happening throughout the school. FSA testing is today. There are a lot of students, a lot of kids stressed out about it. I think that's unfair. So I f***ed up the way that they were testing today. Therefore, they need to retake the test. You need to allow for that, this entire school. Matter of fact, the state, because all of it is tainted now. At times, Reese Ooh. talked to the students scattered around his classroom, sometimes about the test. Y'all feel like taking this test? No. Okay. I hated standardized testing. Crap. Do I, do I, uh, do I stand with this guy? How y'all feel about the song? Uh, I like it. At other points, about subjects. Oh, crap. I might have liked this teacher. I don't know, like, wait, he can listen to music? All right. Screw the standardized testing. I'm listening to freaking music. It's like slavery and marijuana. Now you know that I do smoke weed, and I'm telling you I smoked a lot of weed last night. And every so often. Oh, so he was under the influence. You got to cut him a break there. Jeez. He'd tell his students to crank the music again. I did have an assistant principal come and ask me to turn the music down, and I respectfully declined. I'm trying to understand <laughs> what you're doing, playing music in the science class next door, and then I come in and you're videotaping me. What is going on? I brought you here to teach these kids and help the school. And you're blaring music and you're not listening to a simple directive? I'm confused. Port Orange police say they took Reese out of his classroom, which put the school in a lockdown as he caused a disturbance in the hall. Damn. Reese showing no signs of regret in videos posted before. Now, if they would have just said you're fired, like, because clearly he wasn't turning the music down and they were just like, you're fired. Uh, like, would he have just left or did they try that and he didn't leave and that's why they had to call the cops? and after he was escorted away. Principal, assistant principal, all came and said the music could be heard throughout the school, so I had ruined the test at least for one student. Just one student, that means that all of these tests have to be thrown out because you can't possibly put that type of pressure and weight upon a student because of what a teacher did. Volusia County administrators confirmed that Reese was fired after this incident. Well, we reached out to them of course for he was more fired. information, including if students were able to finish those tests after this all went down. Man, this guy talking right now, he's just pissing me off. Just the way, I don't know what it, just the way he looks and the way he's talking, just pissing me off. I, I don't know. He's wearing just a, a pink tie and a suit and his hair is like all gelled over. I don't know, just something about this guy talking now. He's pissing me the hell off. We have not heard back as of tonight. Yeah, Live in the newsroom, Nick Papantonis, WFT. Nick Papantonis, that's this guy's name. He's pissing me off. TV tonight. Yeah, shut up, Nick. All right, so yeah, if anyone has any thoughts on that, uh, write it in the uh, chat. I, I mean, clearly, I get you know the guy did deserve to be fired. He's not listening. <laughs> listening. He's not supposed to be playing music during standardized testing. Then when they ask him to turn down, he's like, eh, nope, fuck that. But I guess if he wasn't leaving, though, I guess they had to call the cops. If you're like, you got to get out of here. And he's like, no. But, again, there was no story there, only that video. So, I guess there's still more parts of the story we uh, don't know. Okay, that is uh, all of the topics I got for today. I'm going to be heading out. I guess we could give Theovon a quick call real quick. I need to switch it up again. I don't know. I, can't, I say that like every... I, next week... Well, actually, next week, I don't think I could be on. So, 
maybe the week after or something, or may, maybe just my pre-record if I do a pre-record next week. I, I think I got to sweat. Maybe back to Whitney Cummings. I, I don't know. Getting tired of calling Theo Vaughn. His whole, this is the this past weekend's hotline. His whole, spe- I don't know. It's it's annoying to get through. But I kind of like annoying his uh, voice box thing there. Let's see. Where the hell is it? Okay. Come on. Come on. You st- okay, now it should work. Um, Where is your number, dude? Here we go. Come on. Why aren't you working? Oh, voice will try to connect you. Frankie D. Why am I only hearing this in one headphone? And this is annoying me. Come on. Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is a This Past Weekend hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that uh, this is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this that hotline. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go in long, then you're gonna have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you calling, and uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, what up, Theo? It's Frankie D again. I had a pork roll today from a different place than I usually get it from. You'd like it though. You just fucking try one already. Again, pork roll, not Taylor Ham. Yo, Theo, uh, I know you're into podcasting and stuff, but I see that James Corden, he's not going to be doing the Late Late Show anymore starting in 2023, and network television and late night sucks now. So I think you should put your name in the hat there and be the new host for the Late Late Show. You'd be way better than uh, James Corden or any of the late night hosts that are on there now. All right, that's all I got to tell you this week. Again, eat a pork roll sandwich. It's pork roll, not Taylor Ham. Peace out. All right, there's a quick one to Theo this week. All righty, that is uh, all I got for today, people. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm out of here. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to me, The Frankie D Show. Click the thumbs up, uh, ding the bell, do what you got to do if you are listening on the recorded platforms. Thank you very much. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, whatever you're listening on. Subscribe to me there. Keep listening. If you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Sound good, people? Again, next week, I don't see it being possible for me to go live on YouTube. So if I am able to get an episode out, it'll definitely be pre-recorded. I don't know if it will be... Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to or not, but live on YouTube, I really can't see that one happening if I could even get an episode out at all. So sorry about that. The week after, though, I think I should be good, I hope. So uh, thanks again for the people that didn't get to listen on YouTube last week. 
Go to the episode from the week before and listen to that one. All right. Thank you again. I'm out of here. Peace.